at SFM Radio and at Pimelo Mutile on Twitter. So the Western Cape Premier had asked the President to extend the, the extend the time that the SNDF will be present in the Western Cape. The President has granted that. The President has said that, yes, they may be there until March 31st, 2020. Lots of different reactions coming through. Uh, the Community Policing Forum, uh, Byron de Villiers, is joining us on the line, and he is a chairperson who says, no, this is not something that we need. The Army has become um, irrelevant there. They've become tourists in the Cape area. Albert Fritz, Western Cape Community Safety MEC, also joins us on the line. Um, Albert Fritz, let me start with you. What are your thoughts on, on the President granting this extension to 2020? Hi, good afternoon and good afternoon to all the listeners. I want to start off by saying on the 11th of September, Prima, um, Alan Wendy wrote um, a, a letter requesting the President and the National Minister of Defence um, you know, to ask for an extension of the army for six months until March um, 2020. Um, and he asked that we very specifically work with a certain, with a very specific condition. The one was that that we do um, and implement indicators, put indicators in place that will be able to measure the impact of the army. And as Byron says, well, I know very well, um, that we need to Firstly, be able to impact it. Army can't be tourists in our community. We must just do it differently because they did make an impact whether some of us like it or not. The second point is that we will have to have a collaborative approach, um, not only with the army and police, but that we also bring in our social um, development interventions, our sports interventions, um, and our economic development interventions to upskill young people of many of our townships, uh, those hotspots specifically. So that people can get jobs and so that they can be job ready, um, you know, to enter into the economy. And then thirdly, that this approach must be intelligence driven. But we can't have people driving around towns with big, um, you know, um, armor cars and all. Sorry, know, sorry, Albert, I, I didn't hear the last sentence. You said it has to be what driven? Uh, intelligence driven. Okay. Intelligence. We must target, we must have intelligence on the ground and it must respond to where are the drug lords. We are the big um, gang bosses. We are the guns. And get those locked down because remember, all our hotspots are confined to certain areas, but even smaller parts of that area. Like you have Manenberg, but a specific area in Manenberg is the hotspot, not the whole of Manenberg. And so um, those were the very specific conditions that the Premier asked that we, we uh, implement. And then lastly, uh, can we as different spheres of government, local government, provincial government and national government work together, collaborate together, so that we know what the operations are, but also so that we don't have a situation that happened on Saturday where um, you know, there was a crime summit in the Western Cape where I wasn't invited to. You know, you can't have this if you are serious about fighting crime and if you are serious about stopping the murders in this province. Um, you know, and a lot of our, um, unfortunately, our senior police officers were there and they, they just didn't invite me. They forgot to invite me. They said I was in Zimbabwe at Robert Mugabe's funeral where I wasn't, you know, I wasn't there at all. I don't know whether they were physical or comical. I mean, what is your sense of why they didn't invite you, uh, Albert? I have no clue. Absolutely no clue. And that's the other problem. But I think we must stop playing politics with the crime. We must really try and solve the problem. In crime, one of the important issues that I want to say to um, the chairperson of the ETFs 
we must now prepare and go to have our elections for the community police order. And they must, we must stop wanting to postpone it, because that's one of the big problems. The relationship with the police and the community is really at the all-time low. Okay. All right. Uh, Byron, let me just welcome you to the show as well. Uh, Byron, you are opposed to the army staying on until 2020. I was one of the the very few people calling for the army in terms of which was playing cluster. Mm -hmm. Um, However, you know, I have not seen the benefits of of the deployment of the army with the beauty of Lentegia Precinct. We are currently have a gang war currently going on within the Lentegia Precinct since Sunday. And not once have I been informed, or my station has been informed that the deployment of the army will happen in that area. However, we also, but in 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 in, in the interim, you know, we 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 welcome the the, the stay of the army for longer. But however, as I know that there's, there's certain conditions, or I want to call it conditions, requirements of us as community members. So come and have army. Other communities have boots on the ground. What they've been asking for is boots on the ground, bring them amongst the community to bring stability, so, which, is, which is what our communities are crying for. Um, again, the death rate has been escalating and escalating. But the problem is, and again, I'll say they did come to us because when I see them, they're standing at their mall. When I see them, they're closing illegal subbins or doing uh, PCPs, you know, doing. Uh, Stopping calls, searching calls, instead of going and 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 and, and, and ridding our communities of all these these, these gangs and, and and illegal firearms and stuff. I'm I'm going to ask that we maybe just take a pause because both of your lines are not great. We're going to try and get you on better lines, and when we do that, let's take a quick break and we'll continue the conversation. I want to also invite you to 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 call in if you're especially if you are from the Western Cape. What are your sentiments? What are your feelings around the army being uh, in your area? Has it made any difference to you at all? What are you feeling about this? Oh eight nine one one zero four two zero seven on the back of the president allowing the extension of the army being in the Western Cape area until twenty twenty. You're listening to Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. 17 minutes after 1 o'clock, you're on SAFM's Life Happens. My name is Pimelo Mutine. And according to the presidency on Monday, um, the presidency has allowed the SNDF to stay until March the 31st, 2020. That's in the Western Cape after we know that gang violence uh, was the re- main reason why the, the army went in. And uh, there's a contestation around whether this is something that is required in the area. I've got on the line Byron de Villiers, who is a community policing forum chairperson. And he says, well, the, uh, since the army has been here, well, they've been nothing but tourists. Uh, Albert Fritz, Western Cape Community Safety MEC, is saying, well, they should stay. However, there are specific things that need to be monitored around their staying around. I want to hear your your thoughts on this one, particularly if you're from the Western Cape. 0891-104-207. The impact to you as a community member, have you felt it? And what do you think that impact is exactly like? Albert, let me ask you, um, you know, if one of the things that you discussed when you say this has to be hand go hand in hand with certain things surely these things could have been implemented without the army so sporting activities and so on are things that we could have um, managed without creating jobs and so on without getting the army involved no Albert Fritz 
All right. We obviously seem to have lost Albert Fritz, who is a Western Cape Community Safety uh, member. Uh, and we, I believe, also have lost Byron de Villiers, who is a Community Policing f- uh, Forum chairperson. And I, I am going to take your calls on 891 If you are in the Western Cape, what are your thoughts on the Army's presence? Has it made any difference at all? Initially, we remember that the numbers were quite, you know, there were big numbers of how those numbers have reduced. But at some point, very quickly afterwards, we saw um, activity still uh, of gang gang wars and so on that still continued even if the even while the the army was there i believe our albert fritz is back with us a community safety member uh, i beg your pardon mec western cape is back on the line with us um mr fritz i was asking you the issues that you raised you know um sporting activities creating jobs and so on surely those could have happened without the army no yes that's the point um Oh, the lines and just... Yeah. He's completely in agreement with us. Mm. That's the reason why we put those very specific conditions to the army, that they can't be tourists in our town, that they can't drive for three hours and disappear. And so so I think we all on the same page around that. So so, 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 so can I ask then, why is it happening? Uh, that's, now, that's the reason why we're saying, because we were not given any kind of a briefing or any kind of a path in the whole issue of the deployment of the army, we've asked that please allow us to assist you so that we can have a far more effective deployment of the army in the province. Unfortunately, that wasn't forthcoming. Be sure they get to now listen to us and do that. But also, let me just say, we've always said that the army cannot be a permanent issue around this province and that it cannot be in all our, in those townships. We need all those other developmental programs, uh, whether it's economic, whether it's social, with its sports and culture, um, you know, that we need to do all of that and that we need to give our youth an alternative to gangsterism. They must get an alternative. They can't all land in prison. You know, it's all our youngsters who land up in prison. We must give them and, and really encourage and make our education system so so good that they stay at school, that they finish the degree, and that they, um, and those who can't um, do, um, you know, holistically, um, um, you know, progress that they go into skills, you know, practical skills, um, arti- uh, you know, artisans, become an artisan so that they can really have a, a, a job to do. The point we make is we must create alternatives to gangs. And that's the bottom line. All right. So um, uh, the community safety chairperson, I believe, is back with us. Mr. Byron, are you back with us? Yes, I'm here. All right. I mean, what's your response to that? Look, uh, we are the view... Um, that, 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 number one, the army is currently um, guided by SAPs, you know, and, and, and unfortunately, our, our, our station um, is not benefiting from that. And I need to make it very clear that our partnership, the CPF partnership, and with our station, there is absolutely nothing wrong with our partnership. However, I think it goes a bit further than that, and, 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 and rightfully, as the minister says, is that it should be an all-inclusive um, 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 attempt to to, 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 to to eradicate all these, these, these social ills within our community. You know, but it's easier said than done. Because when 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 SAPs do their work, it goes to the court. The NPA kicks out the case, like, like, like for instance, the case we have in our precinct with regards to the rape of the one-year-old child. You know, the guy is back out in, 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 on the street. And automatically, the community becomes angry. The community takes the law into their own hands, and somebody else goes to jail. 
you know, so so then we have a convicted rapist that has a, a, a record is back in the communities, you know. But then we also faced with 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 with, with social uh, challenges as well. We are faced with 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 with, with gangsterism and, and 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 drug abuse within our schools. So yes, it, it's going to take a collective effort. But you know, all the relevant role is should start putting up their hands and saying, yes, we really care about the communities. Because at the moment, the communities are feel or is feeling that there's, there's no care for them, you know, other than the little bit that is being said, okay, let's let's do a program here, let's do a program. Where's the follow-ups, you know? Where's the follow-up to say that, okay, we've gone through the program, okay, what else can we do? Because if you take a child and you place him into a, a rehab, the child comes back out of rehab, he goes back to the same circumstances that you've taken him out. Why not do a holistic approach and say, let's counsel or get, let's, let's get help for the entire family. So the entire family is able to cope and, and to deal with whatever uh, situation there is within the community. G- gentlemen, you understand what I'm saying? Gentlemen, what I think frustrates a lot of um, community members is surely all of these things are things that all of you have known on on both sides. So from a community policing forum uh, sector, from the government's perspective, from all of all of you have known all of these factors. So nothing about what is being said is new. Why do we keep talking about what needs to be done instead of getting it done? Yeah, let me just say perhaps our sense is that we don't always publicize it. Now, I used to be the NEC for eight years of social development. And I always say to people, if we didn't do our statutory, the basics in our, many of our communities, I think the murder rate of children and of youth would far, far, would be far higher. So, so I think what we don't always do um, as government uh, very well is the opportunities. We have done, I tell you, we have phenomenal programs in, in the Cape. We have a program called Chrysalis Youth. And you can ask the National Department about Chrysalis Youth Development Program. Uh, Biden will also tell you about it. It's a life-changing program to, you, to young people. Now, what we are saying, intensify that. Roll it out more, uh, you know. And, and I agree also with Biden around the issue of, um, you know, the, the, the whole pipeline of the criminal justice system. Now, we also don't point fingers, because if I point anything at the prosecuting authority, I must be able to prove that the case and the docket was so well investigated that it will stand up in court as evidence and I get a conviction. So I'm very careful to point fingers. What we all the time talking to all of us, to every single role player in the criminal justice system, to see how can we improve it. We now proposing, of course, an extra additional training for detectives so that they can collect evidence properly. You know, we had a very unfortunate case of a young girl of 40, Malika, who was raped last week in um, a funeral on Saturday in Mitchell's Heinz Park, and the evidence, the brick with the blood, part of a brain was still on there, was left behind on the crime. Now, that's unacceptable. Mm. So we want to really see how do we improve the capacity of the police, how do we improve the capacity of detectives, investigators, so that we can ensure conviction. And then we will also ask that police, and specifically people who are convicted of a violent crime, that parole must really be considered a hundred times before they get parole. Because mm. we have seen recently a fancy boy gangster coming out and he's now again one of the people charged with murder 
Uh, it cannot be. Yeah, but I mean, MEC, you know, we, we can't be proud of the fact that we don't yeah. call each other out and we don't hold people accountable just because we That's want to be problem. politically correct. I mean, I'll, I'll give you an example. Here is a, is a tweet from a person who calls themselves Etka Kathlati, and he says, Good afternoon, Pimelo. Western Cape and City of Cape Town must not be lazy. The issue here is just socioeconomic matters. If they deal with that, then drugs and crime is half done. The presence of the army won't help them. Drug dealers will keep on dealing their stuff and so on. And so, and so the point I'm making here, MEC, is that while you talk about programs that are working, if the programs were that effective, we wouldn't have asked the, uh, the, the army to come in in the first place. So, yes, it may be working, but in a really small scale because we had to ask for the army to come in. That's, your, that's a very good point because the scalability of our programs that we, are not only as government, but as religious organizations, as NGOs, let me just say, in the West Cape in social development, 2,000 NGOs get funding from the government, you know, and still not to have That's the question that I think we should ask. Um, and I agree with you. Um, and I, that's not because it's not politically correct. I think we point very quick fingers to take a homeless without understanding the issue sometimes very clearly. I think uh, that's what I'm, I'm raising. And so I'm always very careful to point a finger before I know the real facts about the situation. But I want to say, I must say to you, we are really working in a collaborative way in the Western Cape. The Premier has now started a safety cabinet where he is summoning all our role players to come and to come and account. Because that's what, and exactly what you are saying. We need to hold people accountable. We must come, everyone, every department must now come and account. And you know, all these other people, and I want to say this, and I'm not saying it in a bad way, but a lot of people can say, oh, we must just do this and then... People that also understand our history, we have an uh, institutional gang, uh, institution. We must be minimizing, you'll never be able to eliminate it. We must just minimize the impact and the effect. We are from, if you read the history of Cape Town, from the 66th to ever, you know, there's a very nice book Dom Pinot that speaks about the brothers, and this is a long history of gangs. But I think what we're talking about, let's do something to give young people a chance, safeguard our older people and make our society safer for everyone. I think that's what we are saying. That's uh, MEC of Community Safety in the Western Cape, Albert Fritz. Uh, Baron de Villiers, your last words on this? Yeah, look, I think uh, more importantly, no, ultimately our goal as a CPF is to make sure that our our communities benefit from every department made available. However, I'm going to make a call onto the city officials not to favour the people that that, that just talks in their favour, man. And that is currently happening within our communities that if you don't talk in favor of a ward council or particular minister or whoever and you're ruffled up your feathers, you get overlooked and the community gets overlooked before for, for certain um, 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 programs and things like that. So maybe we should start looking at, 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 at the people that is able to make the differences within the community and start keep keeping them accountable for failing the communities um, in terms of, of, of allowing everybody and equally um, the opportunities to, 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 to be part of programs, you know. So that is the current challenge we also have within our communities that um, certain officials only benefit or only look to a certain particular group of people um, for certain projects and, and forget about the ones that really need the programs and, 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 and uh, programs and, and facilities you know, for, for the community. Baron de there, who is a Community Policing Forum Chairperson, I want to thank you for your contribution. It's one thirty now. Let's go to Utila Saku for the he- latest in headlines.